Welcome to On the Journey Conversations. I'm your host, Sandy Wisdom Martin. During the last podcast and today, I'm sharing from my own perspective. Last time I mentioned what I learned in a conference a few months ago. The presenter said research revealed that no matter where you are on the Christian continuum, whether you are a brand new Christian or have been a Christian for decades, all Christians continue to struggle with two things, taming the tongue and forgiveness. In the last podcast, I asked you to consider words you speak by giving seven pointers. Those were getting your heart right, weighing your words carefully, being gracious, listening before speaking, forgiving, confessing and repenting, and speaking blessing. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what to do when you've been hurt by the words of others. From time to time, our family gathers to celebrate life. And our shared history bridges the gap of miles that separate us on a daily basis. Once pleasantries are exchanged, we settle into our chairs and we lose ourselves in days gone by. We start reminiscing. You know what I mean, because you do it too. The stories of our childhood and our youth rejuvenate our hearts and breathe life into our souls. If the right combination of adults gather, the folklore of my brother's heroism is passed to a younger generation of eager listeners. Or perhaps there are some who've never heard the legendary tale. The memories of those gathered are rekindled as the first few sentences are spoken. Do you remember the boat? That's all it takes, because we remember. I was a young child wanting to be like my older brother and cousins. We were at the home of an aunt and uncle. There was a boat on a trailer parked in the yard. It seemed the perfect playground and imagination station, perhaps pretending to be pirates on the open sea. Arr! We had barely set sail on the fantasy when the enemy attacked in full force. My brother and cousin had the frame of mind to abandon ship. I, however, paralyzed by fear and pain, stood screaming and crying on the deck. When my brother saw that I couldn't move, he climbed back into the boat to battle and to get me to safety. The enemy was a nest of yellow jackets, angry that we dare invade their sanctuary. The screams brought adults running from the house. They quickly formulated a plan to render first aid while supplies were procured. Top on the list were tweezers and bacon soda. While all three children took hits, I was clearly the winner. I didn't feel like the victor as 18 stingers were removed from my body. Mom carefully covered each wound with bacon soda and water paste as I softly, uh, probably not so softly, cried. The purpose of the paste was to draw out the poison left by each yellow jacket sting. I've had nearly five decades to reflect on that experience. Today, mowing four acres gives me multiple opportunities to interact with my former foes. Yellow jackets no longer strike panic and terror in my heart. In fact, there are times I long for simple physical stingers that can be removed and covered by paste as opposed to verbal stingers 
that burrow under my skin and spread toxic poison. They say confession may be good for the soul, but it can be bad for the reputation. Just so you know, I would have made a great Pharisee. Strict observance of the law? Yep, I'm a real follower. Do you remember in the New Testament about the official who refused to forgive? In Matthew 18, verses 21-22, God's word says, Peter came up to the Lord and asked, How many times should I forgive someone who does something wrong to me? Is seven times enough? Jesus answered, Not just seven times, but seventy times seven times. Four hundred and ninety times? I'm supposed to forgive someone four hundred and ninety times? Are you kidding me? There is a person who has hurt me with words and actions repeatedly. I don't know if they take pleasure in it or not, but they do excel at it. Being the Pharisee I am, I got a box and filled it with 490 straws. I was determined to honor God's precepts, His instruction. And every time that person hurt me, I would simply take a straw out of the box, cut it in half, and throw it away. And I told God, when the box is empty, I'm done with that person forever. Now, I know the Bible lesson was not about a literal 490 times of forgiveness, but I didn't care. One day, this person's actions in a public place were so egregious, so incredibly hurtful to me, that when I got home, I opened my box and I grabbed a fistful of straws and I held them toward the sky and I proclaimed to God, you can't tell me what happened today isn't worth an entire handful of straws. Well, God was silent. And one by one, I angrily cut them up and threw them in the trash. Following the law, yes, but closer to removing this influence from my life forever. Because that was my goal. The stingers were burrowing under my skin and spreading toxic poison. Eighteen stings from yellow jackets was nothing compared to this pain. Well, here's the problem. The basis for our Christian faith is predicated upon forgiveness. Jesus taught us about forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive others who sin against us. We've been transformed by the forgiveness of God. It is not us. It is God in us that enables us to forgive. And when we don't forgive, we sin, clearly according to Scripture. But beyond that, we're destroying our health physically and spiritually. Words have the power to heal or destroy. When words and actions bite us, we may need to apply first aid to reduce the pain. I asked some friends to offer their best first aid prescriptions for word stings. My friend Pam Smith said, It helps me to remember a statement I once heard, hurt people, hurt people. When someone speaks words to me that sting or hurt, even though my immediate reaction is to internalize the sting, I quickly try to reframe my thoughts and feelings. 
It helps me distance myself when I consider the other person's possible hurt behind their words. Then I can better deal with the stinging exchange from a position of grace. Laurie Register offered this advice. Words sting and it can be more hurtful than a physical attack. It is also often easier to respond to hurtful words quickly and without thought. But doing so may damage your relationship. When words hurt us, we should do the opposite of what comes naturally. We should wait and wait and maybe wait some more. Process, ponder, determine if there's any truth to the words. And true words can sting. She says, only then respond. Kathy Meyer said, When I feel the startling sting of words tossed my way, I first take a deep breath and remember that I'm a child of the King. Delaying an answer or a defense gives me time to reflect on the person or the situation. In responding, I may use the statement, I feel, to convey my perspective. I remind myself whose I am and how he wants me to respond with love, mercy, and compassion. Living like Jesus means we do not need to feel the stings of arrows because he took them on himself. Joy Bolton said, My response to word stings depends on the situation and the relationship with the person. We could say, let it go. And that helps avoid momentary conflict, but it doesn't deal with substantial issues. Joy echoes Kathy's words and suggests saying, I feel, fill in the blank, when you, fill in the blank. Joy says this is a response that identifies your feelings without attacking the other person. As in, you always type of responses. She says a handwritten note is another way to respond in which you can think on things a few days and carefully frame your feelings. Joyce suggests that you never respond by email. But she concludes by saying the response is dependent on the setting. Cindy Bradley said, When I'm stung by unexpected words, I try to respond with grace and humility, at least outwardly. But sometimes inside, I'm defensive. As soon as I can, I step away from the situation and go to the Father. No matter the hurt, I remind myself that I am still His child, and I don't have to be defensive. Maybe there's a truth for me to learn. Through prayer, I can often let it go and not let it fester into resentment. The perspectives of these friends help me. And I hope they help you as well. Yes, words sting. Try to remember that when you're tempted to give a harsh response. And when words sting you, maybe take a deep breath and start by reciting the Lord's Prayer. At least the verse that says, Forgive us our sins as we forgive others who sin against us. May we all live like Jesus, serve like Jesus, Forgive like Jesus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.